I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We are all entitled to sexual health, just as much as physical and mental health. We want to make it easier for folks to find resources. However they engage with us, there's no wrong door. So it's important that people are able to get access to care that is affirming. Talking about what their sex life is, about their concerns, and to make sure they're healthy. Do it for them. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your sexual health matters. Visit doitforyoumc.org. everyone scott hansen here from nfl red zone i hope you're checking out one hour of five yard rush one of the best podcasts on nfl football in the uk yo what's going on rush nation it's murph it's here it's monday it's time for waiver wire hope you all had a great uh weekend hope it was all successful uh with your picks in terms of lineups and getting w's i hope a lot of you are in the playoffs if you've been listening to this podcast then uh, I definitely hope that most of you have used our advice to to forge out some wins. This is a, a really, really big week. This week, with the fact that it's week 13, and for a lot of leagues, this is the final week of the regular season. Those of you that work in a more of a semi-final, final format of your playoffs, there's still next week to go. So it's a really, really big week once we get tonight's game out of the way. So I'm sure there's quite a lot of you that have games on the line to try and determine what's going to happen. But like to get this out on a Monday so you've got it. Uh, if you were listening to us last week, we told you about handcuffs. By now, probably most of those have gone, but if they're still available in your league and you've got some space to stash them, definitely go ahead and do that. I did an ESPN check that Alex Sander Matheson still only owned in like 18% of leagues, but he's gone in most of the leagues that I play in. So you guys are, are clearly uh, a lot smarter than the general consensus with that strategy. Now, in terms of the waiver wire picks last week, if you followed us last week and you used our advice, you probably did pretty well and we should be on your Christmas card list. Um, so, so far with Monday night's game to go, um, we picked the QB1 and QB2 in Tannehill and Darnold. 
the RB5 in Jonathan Williams, and then the RB, um, the wide receiver uh, 22 and the wide receiver 30 in uh, Slayton and Samuel. Koo is the kicker four. Uh, Lions, the DST8. Um, so it was only tight end with Jacob Hollister. It just didn't really happen. That uh, is the only one that was a bit of a, an issue. So, uh, and then Jalen, and then Sam, Trey Edmonds, because Benny Snell surprisingly came back and uh, took all the touches. So you might see his name uh, come along in just a moment. Uh, this is a, a pretty short podcast on Monday. It'd be, uh, this would be shorter than the normal I would expect. But just want to get this out so that you guys have got this um, so that you can start doing your waiver claims tonight and then tomorrow. Uh, there's a link to the article online um, to read it there for more information. Um, you can also get the link to Andre's handcuff article, which is available on fiveyearrush.co.uk. So do go back and, and have a look at that. But just without sort of reservation, if if you are sort of struggling with waiver wire picks, you know, we always try to get somebody that's uh, under 30% owned, which is a lot less than what you hear on other podcasts. And I tend to find in the past, um, people, I'd listen to waiver wire podcasts and people would say like, oh, okay, you can go pick this person up. And they're like 55% owned, so not available in the leagues they're playing, which is just quite frustrating. Uh, I want, you know, always try to give you picks that, you can use and, uh, and and action and okay sometimes they're not going to be available but they're not widely available players I think the highest owned player uh, is Jonathan Williams this week at 29.2 percent and there's only one other player or two other players it's three other players that are in 20 percent no one's uh, at 30 and that's the the aim with this but that does also mean if you play in a more shallow league um, or a smaller league or just is a very casual league there might be bigger names so we're not overlooking those just because We've been lazy. It's just the fact that we don't know who's available in every league, and therefore you might get a big ad like a, a Debo Samuel or the Manuel Sanders uh, or someone out there. So uh, always look through. Ours are just a guide if you're in a slightly more competitive and an active league. So without further ado, let's have a look at the quarterbacks to add this week. And it's same again. We've doubled down, or in the case of Donald, tripled down. Um, so the first quarterback is, is Ryan Tannehill, who surprisingly is uh, 14.9% owned. And it's surprising that his ownership actually went down last week, which I don't understand because he was on a buy in week 11. So I can understand people being down on him for week 11 when he's on a buy. But coming into this week, he was, uh, you know, his ownership was down on the week before, which made little, little sense to me. Uh, he is currently the QB1 on the week. So he passed uh, 14 for 18 times, 259 yards, two touchdowns. He did have a fumble. He had seven carries for 40 yards, two touchdowns. Exceptional week. Ryan Tannehill is on a heavily incentivized contract. Uh, Jason Lacafora of CBS actually disclosed the details of that. And he's on pace to actually earn more money through the incentives than he would have got if they kept his original deal over there. So, you know, the other thing to, to consider with an incentivized contract is he actually took a significant pay cut up front. So he, he believed in his own talents and ability to take this incentivized deal and to get uh, this was after he was traded. So he was under no obligation to do it. But I guess he, he saw an opportunity where he could unseat Mariota at some point and, and get in there. So the key thing is every time Ryan Tannehill has a good day, that gets him all so much closer to a really, really big payday, not just with the incentivized contract, but also he's a free agent at the end of the year. So I really like players on those sorts of contracts. They tend to really outperform the mean. If you look at someone like uh, Shaquille Barrett this year in Tampa, where he's now on like a 250k a sack, 
um, because he's hit like the top end of his incentive. So he's heavily incentivized financially and then it's due to his next deal in free agency next year. So, you know, these guys are playing for jobs uh, and a lot of money. So I like Tannehill this week. He's going against the Colts. Not as easy a matchup uh, as the Jags, but uh, I do think he can offer a lot of value and he does offer a rushing floor as well. Next is Sam Donald. So Sam Donald has had three uh, outstanding games in a row. He's 18% owned. He's 20-29, 315 yards, two touchdowns, one rushing TD, and he also had 16 yards on the ground. Uh, in the last three weeks, he's been QB7, QB7. He's currently the QB2 with one game to play, and one of them is Lamar. So uh, I would expect him maybe to finish as a QB3 on the week. And then actually over the stretch of those three games, if Lamar does pass him, then he will be the QB3 overall over those three weeks. So if you haven't been sold on Donald just yet, uh, this brilliant stretch of games continues where he's got the Bengals next and then the Dolphins. So if you're struggling at QB, you need to get a few extra points in your lineup just to get you into the playoffs. Sam Donald is your man. Third player in a row from last week's waiver wire is Jonathan Williams. He is still under the threshold. He's 29.2% owned. He was 0% owned last week. Uh, he had 104 yards rushing on Thursday, three receptions for 17 yards receiving. So surprisingly, a, a slight dip in production from the week before, but still an excellent week uh, nonetheless. Uh, he also had two touchdowns. So he really is hot property. And if you've got him um, and managed to start him, then you had a pretty good week and likely heading for a W this week. Um, but I do understand if people didn't start him, we've been burned off way for a while, running backs all season chasing the Brian Hills and Dave and uh, the Williams is Daryl Williams from uh, Kansas city and, and all the like. So uh, Jonathan Williams, I think is a solid uh, pickup. And until Matt comes back, I think Jonathan Williams is here to stay in this offense. So uh, if you haven't spent your fab budget, uh, Williams is a good guy just to get you into the playoffs with that. The next is Benny Snell. He's 2.7% owned. So I'm surprised he actually came out this week because I thought, that Edmonds would carry the ball. It looked like he wasn't going to be fit, but he ended up having 98 yards rushing and then one reception for five yards. Uh, he carried the ball 21 times on Sunday. And whilst Connor is out, it looks like he'll be the man to carry the ball out of the backfield. So if he's getting 15 to 20 touches a game, um, that could be good for fantasy purposes. It's whether or not he gets in the end zone is uh, to be desired. But with Duck Hodges potentially at the wheel against Cleveland next week, there might be some more opportunities for him if they can get down the field. Uh, it was definitely a struggle there for Mason Rudolph at the weekend. It just seems to be the game's just got a little bit too big for him. So Benny Snell is a decent pickup to have this week. The only slight issue, and I just warn you, is game script could go against him if Cleveland get up early and, and say that they might just put the ball in the air and that might take Benny Snell out of the game. It's the only caution I have, but considering who was out there on the waiver wire, he's still not a bad handcuff ad to have for other weeks as well. James Washington is leading my wide receiver core this week. 20.9% owned, uh, three receptions, 98 yards, and TD. I almost put him in last week. I had him on the shortlist for the wave wire, and I, I picked Slayton ahead of him. But, you know, amid all the chaos of what's been happening over the last two weeks with Mason Rudolph and now the change of quarterback to Duck Hodges, uh, he has put up two 90-plus yard games and a touchdown uh, in both of the, in two of his last three games. So really, really important stats that he's putting together his production will hinder slightly if, if Juju reports. So just keep an eye on that. But he's a talented receiver. We've been waiting all season for him to pop. So uh, definitely uh, have him as a, an ad and a speculative ad and see what happens through the week. You can always drop him if he's not going to produce. The other one is Russell Gage at 3.1% owned. And I appreciate that 
the waiver wire is, is really thin. And I'm starting to talk about Atlanta's uh, third receiver, but it looks like Julio Jones has a shoulder injury. He's 50-50 at this moment in time if he plays on Sunday. And when Julio did eventually give up the ghost and leave the game, uh, Gage got a lot more work, uh, 10 targets, eight receptions, 76 yards. And, you know, the Buccaneers defense had probably the best game they've had in the last, I don't know how many years, uh, on Sunday. And so he struggled to get in the end zone, but that won't be the same every week. Um, Russell Gage will start to get more looks and, uh, and get more comfortable. And if they're, especially if Jones is out, they'll double Ridley and let Gage have the open run. So Gage is an interesting ad. I can understand why people wouldn't pick him up. But if you're really struggling at wide receiving, you just, want to take a chance on someone that, that might just hit. Uh, Russell Gage seems to be the best of both. I have him as sort of that uh, low floor, uh, very high ceiling kind of potential. Tight end is Ryan Griffin this week. I kind of gave him a partial mention, but went with Hollister. Um, so he only had three receptions for 13 yards on Sunday, but he did get that important touchdown and he really has taken over. In fact, he just got a new deal uh, this week as a, as a result. He is going to be the, the back in or the tight end at uh, the Jets for at least a, a little while. So he's someone to keep an eye on. He's touchdown dependent. He has caught 18 of his last 20 targets, but the volume is going to be a slight issue. But, you know, in the next two games, I mentioned they've got the Bengals and then the Dolphins. So uh, I like him to score in both of those matchups. So if you're really struggling and, and dying at tight end, Brian Griffin for the next two weeks isn't, isn't a bad play. Kicker have gone for Dan Bailey. He's an 11.5% owned. I assume a lot of people dropped him because of the buy. He is currently a top 12 uh, kicker. Uh, in fantasy football so far. And, uh, you know, against Seattle, he is going to be required to kick field goals. That Seattle defense was not the best in the NFL, but it's also not bad. Uh, they will four stops. And uh, Bailey will be required to kick just to keep them in the game. So he does average 7.3 fantasy points a game. And I see him probably getting slightly over that as a result of maybe a couple of 40-yard field goals. So uh, I like Bailey to get into double digits. Uh, this week, the DST, of course, it's the New York Jets. 25.6% owned. They've got the Bengals next. They've got the Dolphins after that. Their last three weeks, they've had 24, 13, and 17 fantasy points. And then now they've got the Bengals with offensive line troubles and the rookie quarterback who's looking less and less sure-footed by the minute. Uh, Greg Williams has been dialing up the pressure. He's been dialing up the blitzes. They've got a decent amount of sacks, a decent amount of takeaways. They're also now getting in the end zone quite frequently as well. Really like the Jets. Um, they're going to be heavily targeted. You might need to move them slightly up your way for priority if you want them for the next two weeks just to give you that really safe floor uh, and get you into the playoffs. Um, but that's it this week for the waiver Wire. We are back with uh, our regular Tuesday show tomorrow. And then we are back with a whole host of other things uh, that we'll be doing this week. Uh, we apologize for not having our guest uh, last week, he unfortunately pulled out last minute. He will hope to be here this week on Wednesday. It is Thanksgiving. Uh, he might be on travel in transit somewhere. So the audio quality, I hope, uh, will still be good if he can make it. If not, we'll pull something else out of the bag. We're always here for you, Rush Nation. Believe it or not, this is podcast 150 for us, which is just unbelievable. Who would have thought that Red Stocks asked me to join the show 14, 15 months ago that we'd have had 150 podcasts uh, done and you know uh, we've seen a, a bump in listeners so thank you uh, please continue to share the podcast and and tell you tell everyone and you know we've got so many great plans for the off season again we're going to have some great guests if there's any guests you want you know send them a, a tweet tag us in it and and tell them why you want them on our show and 
and uh, they respond to that quite nicely on Twitter uh, some of the time. So um, it shows that they're wanted and it shows that they're coming onto a, a good podcast as well. So uh, use that campaign. But everyone, really good luck this week. Uh, if it's not your final week of the season uh, and you've got two weeks and you still need to get a win, uh, good luck to you all. Hope you all pull it out. Hope you all make it through the playoffs in the next couple of weeks. But until tomorrow, Rush Nation, keep rushing. can live a long, healthy life if you're HIV positive. With the current treatments, we can get patients down to being undetectable. The array of options is so much greater today. U equals U. Undetectable equals untransmittable. If someone who's HIV positive, they're taking their medication, they're undetectable, they're not able to pass HIV to their partners. Do it for you, Montgomery County. Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at doitforumc.org. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.